Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels. Across from me is Cyrus Amundsen. Hello. And to the way in the corner, we have Hey Bale. Backwards hat because of the last two weeks of hair comments, Hey Bale. And you are listening to the middle of somewhere, over dipping a some sort of barbecue brisket burger into ketchup. Studio, we have our first studio audience. We do. Oh, it's just one person. Studio audience. Studio to. audience. Studio audience. Yep, I love it. He's eating fries and a burger, and he's eating what I couldn't eat if I didn't want cookies and cream to explode. (laughs) And he's just sitting over there all skinny and shit. It's the oft-mentioned on the program adult nephew, Ethan. Ethan. Yeah. Yeah. Ethan, Ethan. Ethan, Ethan. Eating a burger. Man so nice, they named him twice. Ethan, Ethan. It is hot in here, and I'm even warmer, and I'll tell you why. Because I have a hot coffee. I have a hot latte with (laughs) one pump of vanilla. Here's how I ordered it. Fucking iced latte. God damn it. How has this podcast become the Chad Coffee Rant Corner? (laughs) I'm just telling you. How are you skipping? There's four words in the whole thing. How are you skipping one? You skipped... Kind of the main one. It's like, hey, here's what I want. Can you make it the opposite? Because it's only 1,000% humidity out. My ball, yeah, just one of them, is stuck so permanently to my leg. Wait, because do I not know something about You mean one of your balls is stuck and the other one is hanging, or do you just have a singular ball at yeah, this point? Yeah, it's like one of them... Okay. One of them sticks, and the other one is like, "You stay away." The way I'll take you, this for you. The way you presented that. I know I did that, say my ball you, like I only have one. Yeah, ball. like you only had one. <laughs> well, listen, I might have to cut it off. So maybe next episode, I will only have one ball because I'm gonna have to scrape it off my leg because I'm drinking a hot coffee in a humid, humid area of the world. It's so humid. Here's what I don't... Hey, Bales, what you need to know is we walked up together. He was walking up to the studios the same time as Ethan and I, and at the same time, my sister and her husband rode up to hand something to Ethan that he is driving to someone else in our family. That's not important, but what you need to know is that... I'll tell you what it is. It's a pink giant mushroom that looks like 1,000 vaginas. (laughs) It does. Well, now we have to backstory it. My sister apparently has gotten into mushroom hunting because she's a... Ooh, how dangerous. Because she's a 65-year-old woman named Questra now. And so she's out mushroom hunting and she found one. Can we not call it hunting? Can we call it picking? She's <laughs> Oh, I'm going strawberry hunting today with my five and seven-year-old. I'm going to go hunt strawberries. Bring the guns. So she was mushroom picking. Thank you. And her weird ass sent a picture of the mushroom to my brother Jess's weird ass. And he was like, I want that. Of course he does. He's single. And, and so they're using Ethan as a mushroom mule to run a mushroom that apparently Jess is going to eat. Is that the story, Ethan? Yes. Oh, fuck that. And I'm that's not- what he's going to do right there. <laughs> fuck that. And, it does. It's it's. There's too many people in my family that are into mushroom hunting, picking, picking. Thank you. Okay. Are you co- now? Are you feeling better about? Did the I coffee? ever tell you about the barista at the Minneapolis airport that when he was writing on the it was it's I don't know if you've ever been to the Minneapolis airport if you're listening but it's always Starbucks training day there. <laughs> There's always 75 people behind the counter. Most of them are just talking and like pretending to answer a banana and shit. <laughs> it's absurd. And so finally I go, I just like start clapping my hands till someone looks at me and I go, I'm going to need something from 
I don't care which one. One of you, 75 people. But this time, I was I was back in line. I was five deep in line, and I kept seeing this guy. He'd take a cup off the stack, and then he'd hold it with three of his fingers inside the cup Oof. as he was writing what the order was. Oof. And so I didn't. I was so proud of myself that day because I went way up to him instead of going, "Hey, dipshit" or whatever. <laughs> so I walk up and I go, "Hey, man, you can't." Uh, can't hold the cup with your fingers in it it's disgusting <laughs> and he goes i wasn't and then that's when i lost my shit i go how dare you to i just walked from five spaces away to tell you this and now you're going to deny it and then there was a nurse behind me and she goes i saw it too i was going to say something when i got up there and i was like got up there you're going to let six people get sick in front of you so then i'm hot you're now angry I'm, at everybody now i'm hot just baristas so a couple times later, I'm at the airport, and I go to a different Starbucks because I'm like, I'm not going back there with old greasy fingers. Yep. He's there. They've transferred him to another Starbucks. <laughs> He's like a Catholic priest. <laughs> <laughs> They've transferred him. Jason diddled the cups in gate B. Yes, that is true. That's a great punchline if you let me finish the story. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It is it's a good one. <laughs> There's three more elements to that story that make that punchline awesome. But old fucking timing, comedy timing <laughs> over here. I can't even speak. I'm so angry at him now. Should we, do you want to tell me the other parts or did I ruin the whole I don't thing? I fucking tell you anything. You go. No, you know what? I don't know what it is about you and who you've been the last few days, but I feel like since the Moondance Jam... There's something brewing within us, and I don't know if it's burst out of this show, but I have something about you has spread onto me. I got an altercation with an off-duty police officer <laughs> <Yeah>. yesterday. <laughs> it's happening. So there's, and it's the same old man shit. It's about a pothole. It might as well be about coffee. Yep. I, they're on the way to, when you leave my house, you hop on 94 like you're going to the cities, right? Okay. Under an exit, there is a pothole that is so comically large, it would look like a school bus could disappear into it. <laughs> and it's like right up on the edge of the paint. And every time I drive by it, I, it makes me nervous. I, like, it would actually cause you and your car damage. if you. So I don't understand how no one's done anything about it. Sure. And the other day I was driving on it. And probably about two weeks ago, and somebody swerved at me, like just made an accidental driving move, and I had to swerve, and I came so close to ruining everything about my life in this fucking pothole. So I went home, <laughs> I got the number for the city, I called the city, talked to a lady, and she said it was not her problem. So I called the minute because it's a highway. So I called the Minnesota like Department of Transportation. Couldn't get a hold of anybody. Had to leave a message. Two weeks later, nothing has happened. Yesterday, I was driving by and I was, I just was, I had this anger inside me. I'm going to Whole Foods. Uh, oh, no. I pull. You brought anger and negativity into Whole Foods? <laughs> the soap melts a when an angry person walks into Whole Foods. All the soap melts. A place where they, I brought anger into a place where they sell organic socks. <laughs> yeah, that's a real bummer. Tired of all your regular socks giving you diarrhea? <laughs> <laughs> so I pull in and near me are there is a guy this is like three o'clock in the afternoon getting a DUI test in the Whole Foods parking lot and now you laugh at that but I don't think that's funny <laughs> I mean the timing of it and the location was at the very least interesting now here's the thing 
if he says, I'm just really hungover, I drank last night, I came to Whole Foods to get some hangover food, then you throw him in jail for the rest of his life because he doesn't know how to eat hangover food. I, I thought you were going to say, if he said, I'm Chad's dad, let me go. <laughs> no, no. I would, if I was a cop, I would sit in the White Castle parking lot at 11 a.m. <laughs> and just rip people out of their just cars. When you, when you lean out to get the food, it's just a cop with a breathalyzer. <laughs> you just, you go to reach for it, and then from under your car comes a handcuff <laughs> right around your wrist. It's two lady cops giving him the breathalyzer and the and the test and everything. Now, for all we know, this could be an episode of the Bang Bus. <laughs> Brazzers! 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 Bang Bus! For a full episode, go to Brazzers.com. So I don't... Here's, I, that's where I'm different. I don't feel the same way about lady cops. It's a thing for a lot of dudes, lady cops. It's not cops. for me. I just thought, because here's what you said. You said there were two lady cops doing the thing. And I was like, all right. <laughs> like, I yelled at you for saying mushroom hunter. Yeah. I should probably yell at you for saying lady cop as well. Yeah. There's got to be a better way to say that. Yes. Officer of the law who happens to be a woman. This, this, you know, this, this isn't going to be our, this, let's say this won't be our least bloggable episode of all time. <laughs> you know, I, I guarantee there are problems with how you said that happens to be a woman. People can find a problem with every fucking thing. Is that a restroom? People have insomnia. That's insensitive. It's like, <laughs> shut your hole. So I'm just, I'm very intimidated by female police officers. Okay. But one of them is doing the breathalyzer. The other one is sitting kind of off to the side watching. And I was like, this is my chance. I'm going to tell someone about this pothole. So I walk up and I go, excuse me. And she goes, I'm busy. Yeah. Brazzers. Brazzers. <laughs> and I go, I know, but I have to. I've been trying to tell someone involved with the law community this issue for a while. And you're a highway patrolman. She goes, what? I go, there, there is a pothole on Weaver. I don't even get Weaver Lake out. And she goes, that is not my job. And I go, there's a highway patrol. <laughs> right now, it would have been awesome if you'd have been like, right now your job is eating these motherfucking donuts. <laughs> yeah, that's some iced tea for you. Pass. <laughs> I just, I said, I was like, it's your job is the highway. It's on the highway. And she looks at me again. She goes, it's not my job. In a way that told me, Sai, if you say something else, there is going to be a very serious issue here. Yeah. So I wanted to cock off back to her, but I turned around and I just went walking in. And as I went walking in, there was a guy that kind of like saddled up, was walking alongside of me. I'm going to say 58 to 60 years old. 260 pounds. How tall? Mustache, five... 11, maybe the mustache was 5'11"? He was. Him. Okay. Mustache, normal height. Okay. Big glasses on. He goes, it's not their job. She's right. And I go, who the fuck are you? Like, it just, <laughs> yes. it just, it Chad, it just came out of me. Uh, get your fingers out of that cup, son. <laughs> he goes, he goes, I'm an off-duty state highway patrolman. I go, are you on duty right now? He goes, I'm not. I go, well, then suck my fucking dick, man. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. And he Brazzers. Brazzers. 
And I had that thing. I don't know how you deal with this because as the moment I said that, my heart went, we're scared. We're scared. We're scared. Let's beat faster. And he goes, I could arrest you right now. I go, no, you're a highway patrolman. You can't arrest me for saying something to you anymore. I can arrest you for your fucking jean shorts. And then he goes, call 911. That's what you're supposed to do. I go, I'm not going to call 911, you asshole. <laughs> and then I just walked into the store and I never saw him again. And I was like, I was oh, spinning. Wow. I don't even really remember grocery shopping. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. I know Jenna wanted potatoes cubed and I brought her hash browns and I don't even remember being in the potato section. And then I got out to the car That's and awesome. I was like furious. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that dude. I'm going to call 911. And I called 911 and the person picked it up and I go, I am so sorry, but a highway patrolman told me to call you with this issue. And I know I shouldn't be, but I am doing what he said. And I told him about the pothole and they go, no, that's fine. You can call us with that issue. We appreciate it. Thank you. And I was like, oh, oh, whoops. I read an article that said. Um, so this, he was right. I read an article this last weekend that said uh, someone died because they couldn't get through to uh, 911. Wait, what? Because someone had called about a pothole. No. <laughs> How did I fall for that? How stupid I am I? I know. Did you, you see me fall? I sure it? did. I even paused and gave you time to climb on board, and you kept your face kept going, oh, oh. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> hey, nothing. It's death. Who do you think is going to embalm that person? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> It's Cubby the Funeral Clown. Dramatic reactions. Let's throw this in the middle. Let's th we're all over the place. Let's throw an update in the middle of the episode. Okay. Last two weeks, we've discussed a clown from a parade follow-up to find out he owns funeral homes and clowns on the side. People are invested awesome. and alarmed. I got some information from my hometown where he lives that this same funeral home r has a billboard in town and... The family that runs the funeral home is on the billboard. And what they do is, you know, when sometimes like there's a hockey player on a billboard and the hockey stick comes off the billboard out into the air. So it's like an extension of the billboard. I do. I'm so glad you said that. I thought you were going to say when you drive by and it changes, <laughs> like it's it looks one way when you're at one angle. Oh, and, and then, then you pass then the it other and they're all in clown oh, makeup. Oh, my God. Oh, no, thank you. Kiss Hard Nation. Pass. No, no, thank you. <laughs> so apparently I was notified that they put a hat on his head that extends over the billboard <laughs> and they change it with the seasons. So like during Thanksgiving, it's a pilgrim hat. And during mm -hmm. Christmas, it's a Thanksgiving hat. And Easter, it's Easter bunny ears. And... They also said that, like, just once last year, there was just a coonskin cap on this guy. Like, he was fucking Davy Crockett. I gotta tell you something. What a silly, silly, interesting man. I've always thought I was a fun dad. <laughs> until I heard about this guy. I'm becoming more on board with him. I am, too. I, I, I don't want to say that this podcast should have an official funeral home, because I don't think that's something we should do. Probably not. But <laughs> I'm getting closer to feeling like this company should maybe be a... <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, the more I've thought about it, so in one last episode, I said walking in on uh, walking in on him in clown makeup, yeah. dealing with a relative. I I actually think I would like that. Yeah, you, when I, I had some time to think about it, I, I think did I too. Would like I think it. we were both really upset about the article, and then when you have some time to reflect on it, you're like, "This is not bad." It's like, no, it is bad, but you're like, "I get it." But why wouldn't ah, you? Maybe want I it? don't get it. 
you go <laughs> you go in and you're just like your chest is tight and you have the weight of the world on your shoulders and you go in and there's a clown hopefully playing like operation <laughs> with your relative i don't think it gets better here's a spleen chad <laughs> I think the other reason I yelled at that cop is I've been like, so we got a dog. Oh. Jen and I are now. Puppy, rescue, well, how, how old? Seven months. So okay. it's puppy-ish. It's a rehome. Um, I don't know what that means. So oh, it means it. We're giving it a new home. So basically a rescue, but not from a rescue shelter. Okay. It's one of her family members okay. breeds these little dogs. Uh-huh. And they, this, the person who breeds it gave it to her adult daughter. And the adult daughter had a little daughter who just was too rough with the dog. Like, she just didn't understand small oh, dogs. Tell me again about Tendendo Rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> hey, George, tell me again about Tendendo Rabbits. Hey, George, I, hey, George, the rabbit is not breathing, George. I petted the rabbit too hard, George. George, please help me. The rabbit is not breathing, George. The rabbit is not breathing, George. When you started that, what percent, do, like in your head, what percentage of people do you think we're going to get an Of Mice and Men reference on this show? I think a lot. You think so? Yeah. I put it at 12. I give credit to our listeners. I mean, I think they're really bright people, but that was, that was a cut. I've named it Kevin Costner, <laughs> and, but I, I'm not convinced that I shouldn't train it to someday fight the little girl. You know, because she's in our family. Absolutely. <laughs> we beef this dog up in seven, eight years from now when the kid's 10, <laughs> it gets its revenge. Uh, but so I've been at home with the dog all week. And so... No, no, we can't skip over this. Okay. You're going to need some one of those like uh, suits that the canine unit cops, yeah. they, would they train their dog. Just as a, as a heads up to the audience, it's a toy poodle. Yep. Yep. And okay. then you're going to also need to have that little girl's face a picture of it on your face. Yeah, so we just got to go on the mom's Facebook, download the little girl's face. Yeah, and yeah. That's how easy it is, folks. Simple. That's to how steal you... a picture of your child. That is how... Why are you putting your naked baby on Instagram? No Do you kidding. know how easy it is for people to... You know what? I'm going to pick a naked baby off of Instagram, and that's going to be my next album cover. I said it. I said it. I'm doing it. Somebody's going to have an issue with that. They can have an issue with it. Take your dumb naked babies off it. That's crazy. People go to prison for jerking off to kids. And you're going to go like, here's some. I've said if you want some. Forever. Yeah, I mean. Oh, look at my baby's butt in the tub. Hey, do you want to look too? I sure do. Yeah, I lost a little weight because of Jared at Subway. So I'm going to let him jerk it to my kid's <laughs> butt cheeks. What a dumb parent. All right, we've got we've, this is off the tracks. <laughs> it won't get better because I'm losing my mind at home. I'm becoming like a neighborhood person. I just sit on my porch all day with the dog and just judge the shit out of everybody. That's you, you have know, to. My, my neighbor, I don't know. He's like he's like your age. Oh, right? gross. <laughs> he's able-bodied. Two balls. I I I don't have any. Okay. I don't have any ins and outs in, on that one. But I will tell you. To get his mail, so we live in a cul-de-sac, and the mailbox is at the beginning of the cul-de-sac. His garage door is like 60, 70 feet from the mailbox. He gets in his car. No, he does not. Drives oh, out to the mailbox yeah, and then drives back into the house. And he's here's the thing. I, I wanted to be careful. He doesn't have... He walks around the rest of the day. He okay. comes out, walks around. He also 
isn't like he leaves the house at other times. So I don't think he's a shut it. So I don't, I don't want to attack someone if it's a mental or physical thing, but I don't understand what's going on. I do. It's witness protection. Oh, okay. You know where someone is and you can sell that information on the dark web for a lot of money. Do you think that's real? Yeah. Have you ever been on the dark web? Yeah. Have you? What is the dark? This is the, it's time for me to be an old man. What's the dark web? People talk about it all the time. You can How just, do you, get you can there? just do everything. And if you want to know. But do I have like right now, if I Google dark web, what happens? Like, do I, do I get there via regular Google? Do I have to download yeah, a dark you, web app? You can th- just, if you want to know the most about the dark web, listen to Dan Cummins time suck episode about the dark web. That's where I learned about the dark web. And he was like. In the episode, he goes, I went on it and I was so nervous. And I was like, I love being nervous. I guess I'm going to do that. Oh, why do you love being nervous? I just love it. Evidence. So (laughs) Uh the only other thing I've been doing is like, I've been going on a walks with the dog. And since I'm a neighborhood guy Why do you have kind of a Southern accent? Why? Yeah. Like- in my just in general and just my like life? right in the last five minutes i don't know you're like i was on the porch with the dog and i was watching that's him. what the that's what the porch has done to me apparently <laughs> he's jay jenna's like how's the dog well he getting along he getting along he's sitting <laughs> down there out on the porch, he got a little yap to him but he gonna be fine so i'm taking the dog on a lot of walks i'm taking the dog on a lot of walks yes. so i get down I go to the end of, at the end of our neighborhood, there's like these these townhouses and all these old people who live there. They just sit in folding chairs on their driveway all day long. And if you walk by, they just ask you shit. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty weird, but I like uh, it. It seems like they want to get shot with a BB gun. <laughs> Anytime I see an old person that close to the road, I think they're asking for it. They're asking for a BB gun. I walk by them. And uh, a lady engaged me in conversation. I started talking to her. And then the guy in the driveway next was listening, but not really talking. And she goes, you just, you having a good day? And I was like, I am. I just, great, crazy stuff. This crazy neighborhood. She goes, oh yeah, it is a fun neighborhood. I go, can you believe this whole affair love triangle shit that's going on? Oh, yes. (laughs) And she goes, what? And I go, oh, I thought everybody knew about that. What would the big, like argument and everything and she goes i who where who and i go i've I can't, i've said too much i'm so sorry <laughs> oh yes and then i just left and since then i've done it to two other people in the neighborhood <laughs> do you think this had anything to do with the r- rumor spreading about the gorilla being loose at the milwaukee zoo <laughs> do you think that was in your head and you're like i'm starting this shit in my own neighborhood i thought when we started doing this podcast that we would even each other out Mm-hmm. Like Cy would be a little bit less of a wuss and Chad would be a little bit more of a good human being. Yes. And I feel like I'm just coming your way as of late. Welcome. More than I need to. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, you know, I say I'm not a good human being, but I got you're a you, good human. I was my son just mm-hmm. went to the Beartooth Mountains to go hiking. So that's uh, the Beartooth Pass is in uh, Montana. And when you get way up into, by the, the way, <clears throat> what's up? The way we are different is I, and now I'm telling you about it, so it doesn't count, but I held back on my uh, porn title for Brazzers about Beartooth Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you why you would. We don't have sound effects, so we just make our own, so I'm sure you'll hear, Brazzers, Brazzers, Beartooth Mountain, Brazzers, Brazzers. <laughs> Shink. Shink? What's that? It's the tooth. Oh, oh I got it. 
Uh, so he. It's a so, logo thing. So my son, he goes, uh, all the camping stuff is up in the dining room. And I go, what's going on? And he goes, well, I think I want to go to the Beartooth Mountains again. And I was like, awesome. Let's do it. And where are these at? In Montana. Okay. And it's like, let's start planning the trip. And he goes, oh. Because <laughs> uh, we'd been there a handful of times. And he goes, uh, well, I think I'm just going to go with my friend. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's fine. So I'm like backing out of the dining room and I'm going, yeah, I mean, you know, you know how to do it. You got, you learned all the stuff when we went last time. And then I like hit the stairs and I was like, he doesn't need me. <laughs> I like started freaking out in my head. Uh, so, but, but he goes up there. And I'm like holding my breath the whole trip because oh. there's no cell service. So once oh. you go up, and it's called the Beartooth Mountains. So yeah, right. So there's bear teeth up there. Yeah. And uh, when I went up there one time, when we were up there, these we passed these four Russians, and they had guns so big that one of them was tucked in one guy's shorts, but you could see the end of it coming out of his shorts. Brazzers, brazzers. But that's a true story. Why? What did they need those guns for? Because of bears, and so or they have a hideout up there. So we, oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. So they're they're looking around this mulberry bush trying to find a campsite. Stop it. Yep. That's Stop true. it. They weren't going round and round the mulberry looking bush. around. No, they were looking around. So the the Russians are your son. The Russians. The Russians are going round and round the mulberry bush on yeah. Bear Tooth Mountain. Yeah, it's great. Keep going. So they decide they start unpacking their Wait. tents. Did they all fall down? <laughs> That's London Bridge, bitch. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's okay. still work. <laughs> so they. What um, happens at the end of the mulberry bush? What? It, I have no clue. Hay bales. All around the mulberry bush, the monkeys and the weasel. Pop goes the pop weasel. Pop goes the weasel. Is that mulberry bush? Does the weasel pop? Brazzers. Brazzers. <laughs> oh my God. You're in okay. So, sorry. That's okay. So they're looking around for a campsite. They haven't found a campsite. And they ask us, they go, do you know where any are? And I go, well, there's probably some, but it's going to be a, a little bit of a hike. And so there's probably some three mountains over Russians with giant guns. Yeah, there's probably some in Russia. <laughs> uh, so they start looking around this bush and I, I see them take their tents out. And so I hike back a little bit and I go, hey, guys, you're, you're not going to want to sleep here because bears are going to come eat this later. And one guy got really, really mad at me, kind of in my face. And he goes, you trying to take our campsite? And I go, I have a campsite. I'm not, I'm just trying to let you know that this is what bears eat at night. And, uh, and so I was like, but you know what? Do whatever you want. And Isaac and I go all the way around the lake to fish. And then two of the Russians start coming around the lake. And I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> So I go, Isaac, I need you. But I, and I don't have to worry about coming your way at all because no part of me ever would ever to say to a Russian with a gun, if they went and sat near the mulberry bush, I'd have been like, hope the bears eat those fucking guys because they got <laughs> guns. You're out here trying to help them and shit. Well, sure. Okay. So, so they're coming around the lake. And then uh, I, I, so I tell Isaac, I go, hey, you got to start just like make some distance. Go up the hill a little bit. Yeah. And uh, they come over and one of them is kind of... He has the other one by the back of the arm where the tricep is, and he's guiding him over. Like when a little kid gets in trouble, he's like, you apologize. It was like that. And that one of the other, one of his other buddies, the guy that yelled at me, accused me of you know saying I was taking their camping site, came over and was like, we found bear scat under the tree. 
I'm sorry that I accused. And I was like, yeah, all right, that's fine. You have a fucking gun, dude. <laughs> Say what you want. Yeah, you, yeah, you kind of win here. I mean, bottom of the mountain, different story, bitch. <laughs> Just kidding. It wouldn't be, but. Uh, so Isaac is up there, and I'm I'm holding my breath. Now flashback to modern day. Modern day. He's he's up in the mountains with his friend, and uh, he he's supposed to be there for a week. Ugh. He comes out. He's supposed to be there till Friday. Comes down Wednesday morning. Interesting. And I know that he didn't call me like he was supposed to. I go, hey, as soon as you have service, let me know. I noticed he had liked one of my Instagram posts. <laughs> That's how I communicate with my children now. I mean, I'm going to start just so if you follow me on Instagram and you're listening right now, don't be alarmed when I'm like, uh, I post on Instagram, I told you to take out the fucking garbage because that's how I'm going to have to get them to do it. <laughs> Instagram feels like a good way that maybe Jenna and I uh, should solve our disagreements because we, I got made to look very wrong out loud. What do you mean? Uh, recently. So we, we've we been looking for places to live. Like, Ooh. yeah. At, at, Moving out. At some point, not immediately, at some point, we're going to have our own home. So uh, we're talking about places to live, and uh, I'm suggesting places, and she doesn't necessarily agree with some of the places, which Why? is fine. Like what? what so... You know when you watch House Hunters? Yeah. Somebody's like, I want the, I want wood floors and original woodwork and character. And somebody else is like, I want to be close to the city because I love to shop. <laughs> so what's your guys' deal? I want to live in the West Metro uh, because okay. it's closer to my parents who are, you know, they're a couple hours away. And I just, that's where my family, the other parts of my family live. It's just nicer there. She wants, and she likes the way, she's just how far she is from work. That's it. Gotcha. And so I was... Half joking, but also serious. I was like, I'm the best at picking places to live. I'm just the best at it. That does sound like you. I know. That's a great impersonation of yourself. Thank you. You're so welcome. I said I'm the best. And then do you ever have somebody shout something at you and then a story hits your face like a fucking freight train and you realize the thing you just said, the most wrong thing ever? Yeah, absolutely. So I go, I'm the best at picking places to live. And my brother from, I don't know, a couple rooms away goes... Hey, you remember that time you moved in with a Nazi because she used to... <laughs> you did not. Because she used to know Andre the Giant. <laughs> shut up. And I know that should oh, be... I'm gonna, shut up. I'm going to tell this story, and I know that moving in with a Nazi who knew Andre the Giant should be the big reveal, but it's that's how the story is going to start, I guess. Uh so I was working. That is a tough choice. This is all. I'm just kidding. This is also going to. This is also going to make a lot of sense to you. This beginning part. I was working at a Caribou Coffee in my early twenties. Oh god! How many? How many orders did you get wrong? Most of them. Yeah. I worked, and I know this makes sense to you given how we interact with each other. But I worked at a number of coffee shops. Whew. So I'm working at this one, and I want to move close to it. Okay. So I'm looking for areas to live, and I don't like living in apartment buildings. I've never liked it. I don't. How come? I don't fuck. I don't like the noise and the smells, and I just like I like to rent like the basement of somebody's house or the upstairs of some. Like I want my own space in somebody's house, so I only have to deal with one person that I met before I moved in. Right. Sure. So I'm looking around for places. Oh, just as a side note, I end up quitting the caribou job, and. 
if I if I had any sense to me, I should be retired right now because I used to get sexually harassed on a level that you can't even imagine when I worked at this caribou. And this and by the way, he's not saying this to all the women listening. He was looking right at me only. Yes. When he said you can't imagine and you're right. Oh, yeah, you can probably imagine. <laughs> but there was a, a, an, a there was a homosexual gentleman who yeah. was one of the... Gay dude. Gay dude who was one of the workers, and this dude wanted to fuck me. And I know that because he told it to me to my face. He would write it on cups. Did he tell it to your butt? He did not. <laughs> okay. Easy. He would like... <laughs> easy? Yeah, take it easy. He would do shit like... He was really aggressive in the way he would talk to me. He would leave messages about the graphic things. He, if I was working right after him, he would leave messages about the graphic things he wanted to do to me on cups near the station so I would see them. Do you think... His fingers were in the cup when he was writing that message. I guarantee it. Yeah, they were. Brazzers, brazzers. And everybody was in on it. All the other work. And I, I went, and this is why I should be rich. I went to the manager and I was like, hey, this guy, he's a nice guy and he's funny, but he's sexually harassing the shit out of me. And the manager, who was like, he's some like 25-year-old dipshit, thought it was so funny. He goes, well, maybe you should stop showing up looking all sexy. That was his whole yes. response. <laughs> Like that's how you get rich. <laughs> that, that is that or slipping. Yeah, slipping in a slipping Walmart. and landing on yeah. that gay guy's dick who's been sexually <laughs> harassing me. So it's, that's why I'm moving to this area for this job that I'm not going to have more than a couple of months. Uh, so we're looking at areas all around. I bring Greg and my best friend Joel, who you've met. Yes, and we go and we look at a number of places. They're fine. We walk into this place. And it's a woman. She has to be in her 80s. I have a question. Yeah. Are you scared to make decisions by yourself? I just am a big team guy. Because you definitely always have some sort of entourage. Yeah, I'm a big team guy. And it's always when you're making decisions. I'm a big team guy. No, no, no. I heard that. Yeah. Okay. I'm just a big team guy. Yeah, okay. So me and my team are trying to make a decision on a place <laughs> to live. So we walk in, and it's an old house. And it's a little odd and we walk through and she lets us go upstairs to look at the, it's a completely furnished thing. You don't get to, you can bring your own clothes, but you don't get to really bring anything else. Okay. And it seems fine. Greg keeps going, that's kind of creepy in here. And Joel and I are like, yeah, we sort of get it. And then we walk down, back downstairs into her office and I'm, I'm not overly interested. And then she goes, well, have a seat for a second. And so we have a seat and the door swings and behind the door is a, is just pictures of her on the wall with multiple different professional wrestlers. Andre the Giant, yep. Jake the Snake Roberts, Hulk Hogan. And I, st I was like, what? Is yep. that fucking Andre the Giant right there? She was there like, for some of these people, she was their money manager, talent, like not ringside, like actual, she was like their real life business manager. So yeah. she knew all these wrestlers. And then she told us a bunch of stories about the wrestlers. And we all got in the car afterwards. And Joel and I were like, we're taking it. This right. is, this is you, you fucking great. And Greg goes, with this psycho? You want to live with this fucking Looney Tune in this horror house? He was like, this is the worst. I've got a terrible feeling about that. There's something wrong with that lady. You can't move in with her. I go, Greg, fucking relax. She knew Andre the Giant. What is she going to bore me with her amazing stories of Terry Hulk Hogan? Get real, Greg. This is a, this is yeah. a win. It seems like a win, but the reason you can't bring your own furniture is because there's no knives hidden in them. 
Like hers where she taps the top and knives come out of every... Shoots up? Yeah. It's way worse than that. Oh, boy. <laughs> first night there, uh, first day there, I move in in the morning, get all my stuff in, right? Go downstairs. On my way out the door, I grab a diet soda out of the fridge. Okay. She goes, are you going to drink that? And I was like, the, the soda that I put in the fridge? Yeah. She goes, it'll kill you. Diet soda will kill you. I was like, I... Maybe, but it's just one. And she goes, fine, don't fucking listen to me then. And she struck me, like, in the shoulder. Struck. Open hand. Okay. Shoulder, neck, cheek. Did you steal her folding chair? <laughs> I did not. Okay. What I did was, I was like, all right. And then I went and got in my car. And as I drove away to go to my sister's house, I was like, well, I mean, she knows Andre the Giant. That's probably where she learned that. <laughs> I let it go. I come back that night. I've got to wake up early the next morning to work at a caribou coffee. I get up. I go to work. I come back from work. It feels like some of my stuff has been moved. Oh. Now, when you were at work, how were you looking? Fucking hot. Yeah, nice. Like I could use a good old, yeah. a good old barista dick. You fuck. You dangle that bait, somebody, you little bitch. Somebody needs to bear tooth mountain. My backside at this you caribou. <laughs> dangle that bait, you little bitch. <laughs> so I go, there's no way the end of this story is worth it having been this long with all our aside. I promise it is. So we, I go, I come back. Some of my stuff, I feel like it's been moved. And she told me she will never go up into my place. And, but it feels like some of my stuff has been moved. So I strategically remove my stuff, take pictures of it. I know exactly where it's at. I go, I'll be back in four hours. I leave. I come back. My stuff has been moved again. I spend the night there again against my better judgment, and I'm struggling to sleep. Huh. So finally, <laughs> I get up, and I'm like kind of looking around, and I'm moving stuff around, and I go into this closet that has these coats in it and stuff that was like not... They were like a men's coats and stuff. And I, she was like, "That's I just have old stuff in that closet. You can't use that one, which is never... That should have been... Some sort of flag of color. I think so. Um, so yeah. I slide the coats back and there's a big bookshelf in there and it is just filled with Nazi shit. Just filled with Nazi shit. And not like I had to write a paper on the Nazis. You know when you go to somebody's house and they love Brett Favre? Yes. And they got like a jersey and a helmet. That's what it felt like. It felt like a shrine. And so, <laughs> oh my God. So I had to, and I hate being wrong in front of my brother. I I had to call him. I I moved out. I moved in with my sister Janine for a while. And Greg's like, "Why didn't that work out? You were there two days." And I go, "It, yeah, she was a Nazi." <laughs> Here's <laughs> oh my. your prediction was even tame for who she ended up being. We learned uh, from that story that you are horrible at making decisions, even in a, you bring a team, but you don't listen to them. I'm a big team guy. And we also learned that Andre the Giant, Jake the Snake Roberts, and Hulk Hogan <laughs> were not rep Jews. <laughs> not Jews. Repped at some point, whether they knew it or not, by a Nazi, at least sympathizer. There's no, because there's no way that that Nazi stuff isn't, like, there's no reason other than, like, I'm a fan, right? I can't be like, my husband fought, he's got all this stuff. I'm if I want to learn about a group that killed, that was, uh, had a, you know, genocide. Yeah, I don't need their patches. I go to the library and it's one book at a time. Yes. I don't, I don't take out another book till I return the one book. Yes. What did you do with my money? 
That was my attempt at an Andre the Giant impersonation. What are you doing, Lamont? That was way better. Is it in the attic? <laughs> I know you don't like things in the attic. Oh, no. Honestly, this has not been a good episode for us. <laughs> Both of us have said things that we should regret, and that's probably the worst. And what is even worse than that, I don't have that part of my brain that regrets stuff. Yeah. Oh, no. Evidence. I mean, <laughs> damn Evidence. It! I was in Austin, Texas, and uh, I walked into this club, and I had been going to this club for about 15 years. Cap City. The yeah. famous Cap City. Cap City. So wonderful. Um there are still people there from the first time I went working there. Can I ask you a question yeah, before sure. you launch into the about the club? Any Roniacs show up? Oh, man. Absolutely. Yeah. It was great. One dude was in the front row, and he was like, I thought he was poking his tits at me at first. <laughs> like, like trying to be the, the, alpha, the alpha cookies yeah, and cream but then tits? Yeah, like, but then I look over, and I'm like, oh, I love your T-shirt. Yeah. I had such a fun time in Austin. It okay. was absolutely fantastic. So, um, But when I walk into this club, the smell... The sight of everything reminds me of a couple stories uh, that were absurd. Because I used to go down there, and it was Tuesday to Sunday. Yeah. And so it was like, you you just partied. That's it. Yeah. I don't drink before I go on stage anymore because I don't think it's fair to people to buy tickets. Uh, because I've always said, asshole is a different complaint to the manager than drunken asshole. Yes. By far. Uh, so I don't drink anymore, but I used to drink when I was featuring, I'd drink before I went up just like to get the party started. Lube it up a little bit, right? Lube it up. Brazzers. Brazzers. <laughs> <laughs> so I walk in and I rem I see uh, Katie is her name, old staff member. Um, and we went to this pool party once with a bunch of comedians and she was there. And there's this guy named Daniel Jackson. Love it. Great name. Now his name is Daniel Kilpatrick. Switched it up a little bit. I don't know exactly the story there, but this man is fantastic. He's giant. He's six okay. four, a lot of hair, and he is such a kind heart. Okay. But you never knew what you were going to get from him. So we go to this party, and I hop the pool fence to go in the pool, and because there's too many people in this apartment, so I'm just swimming around by myself. And Daniel comes out, and he cannot get over the fence, and I cannot stop laughing. <laughs> So he's trying to get over the fence and finally gets frustrated, goes back in, clearly drinks more because now he comes out and he's just in his underwear <laughs> trying to get over the fence, still can't get over the fence. I'm still swimming. Comes out one more time a half hour later in a robe, no underwear, <laughs> still trying to get up and he can't. So I'm in the pool. I'm getting all pruney. I see a bunch of people leave and I think this is my chance. I'm going to go in, grab my shit, take off. So I go in and it's pretty quiet in there now. And I'm like, before I leave, before I walk home, I'm just going to go to the bathroom quick. And so I go in the bathroom and I open the door and Daniel is, he's drawn a bath. He's in there with candles all along the rail and a <laughs> glass of wine, just like spinning it, you know, before you smell it. And he's just doing that. And he's so giant. His knees have come out of the water like the fucking island in Moana or some shit. And I just go, what are you doing in here? And he takes a little sip of wine and he goes, couldn't get in the pool. <laughs> just forgot it was me. It was, <laughs> I laughed. I walked into the entryway of Cap City and that story hit me in one second and I couldn't move. I was laughing so hard. That's amazing. This is, this, but that is, you look, you look good. You look like you came back from a week that you liked. 
Oh, I had a ton of fun. That place. The crowds were could not have been better. So great. I mean, there were a couple people that ended up leaving because I talked about the outskirts. Because Austin, if you've never been to Austin, Texas, Austin, Texas is like a a city with art was picked up by a tornado and dropped in the middle of the rest of Texas. Yeah. And that's I don't think anyone will disagree with that. No, that's accurate. And then I, I was talking about how I think the guys who are from the rest of Texas, they wouldn't be like, no, we're the same as Austin. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. no yeah, I, I agree with that. And they just go, uh, you know, you talk to somebody outside of Austin and they, they, what do you think of Austin? They go, well, yeah, I have high school buddies that moved there. They were in art and I was in shop or whatever. Yeah. And art so and shop. That's actually the two political parties in Texas. Art, art and, and shop. shop. <laughs> <laughs> what are you voting, Art? What are you voting? Oh, I'm going to vote shop. Yeah. Uh, we, but a couple people did leave when I brought up like uh, pickup trucks and shit. They were like, this isn't for me. I'm going to take my pickup truck. I'm going to drive back to shop territory. You never want to say pickup truck in Texas and have somebody get mad. No, that's how you wind up behind one. Yeah. Skipping around a whatever Fucking the- Walmart parking lot. <laughs> Neato. But you seem like you had a good time. I'm happy for you. We're ending the show on a good note. This was a little ADD all over the place, but we could bring it together. We could bring it together at the end when we bring it together. Yeah, because I got to go. And you got to go, so and let's, let's bring, bring it. it together. Let's all. My nephew's here. I love you, Ethan. Thank you for coming to be part of the show. Bring the hand in. Hey, Bill. Yes, thank you very much in. for being here. It's good to see you. Everybody bring your hands in. Hey, hey Bill. awesome love you. to see you, thank of course. You. Everybody's hands in. Chad, love you. Yeah, I got to go. It's been a good show. Yep. Team on three. Brazzers on three. One, two, three. Brazzers! hey if you guys like this uh, there will be a new episode next monday and every single monday at 8 a.m so click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work